What up, y'all? Welcome back to Case Rotation. My name is Box Jetson. And I'm Spinisha Simone. <laughs> and we want to thank y'all, you know, once again for tuning in. This is episode seven of our lovely podcast. Took a little break yeah. again. Just Sorry been real, about that. Yeah, just been real busy with some things, man. And it was completely unintentional. It was. What happened last week that we didn't? I'm trying. I was literally just sitting here trying to think why we didn't do it. It wasn't that, I don't remember what happened. And then there was Thanksgiving coming up, too. Yeah, we had Thanksgiving. Box been working on his applications for school. Yeah, I've been crazy busy just working on like, my statement of purpose, working on the applications in general, getting these letters of recommendation, like, just trying to have everything come full circle so that way I can you know, make sure I got all my ducks in a row before I start applying and applications are due this week i feel really good about it like i got everything done for the most part i just gotta do some last minute nitpicky things before i send them in but i had a couple people look at my my statement of purpose and they gave me some good feedback shout out to cam he uh he really reassured me made me feel good about what i had so i'm kind of excited man i'm just you know ready to have it all out of the way so that you'll probably be like a weight is lifted off of I you. was literally just about to say that. <laughs> like, I took the words out of your mouth. Uh-huh. Like, it just feel good to just have that pressure off. Um, I don't know what we did last week. I know it was Thanksgiving. Like, I was getting ready for Houston and everything. But what did we... You didn't leave until, like, Tuesday. So what did we do? We did something. We weren't just sitting around. Because I remember, we, like, we wanted to do case. But we just did not have time to do it. Yeah. So there was something that we were doing. I have bad memory. I think Isn't I said like that a couple episodes stuff? ago. Probably. We've been doing wedding stuff. This is a really big week. Yeah. Because last week we solidified a date. We did. A venue. And we worked on our... Uh, are we going to say this? Or, no. Yeah. We worked on our bridesmaids and... Well, my bridesmaids and his groomsmen proposal. So, that's <laughs> exciting. I feel like this is like a huge part of it yeah we got all of our proposals done so now we just gotta delve them out yeah just go propose to these people see what they say and if you (laughs) listening to this and (laughs) you get a proposal from me and you decline it friendship cut like you don't even oh that doesn't work for me you guys guys are open to decline i'm just playing (laughs) i know circumstances pop up i'm just having fun but, uh, yeah, we are excited. Let me, let's just let everybody know this was not, well, for me, it was not an easy process. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been like pretty really hard. It's, like, really hard to pick people, but I don't want anybody to take that personally. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's hard. And one day, you, hopefully, if you want to, you'll be in our shoes getting married, and you'll know what that feels like. Right, yeah. It's definitely a stressful time, but at the same time, it's a lot of fun. Like, I know when I was working on the proposals. Fox was having so much fun. I was, man, because I, (laughs) like, I was just, like, writing up little crafty things that had to do with, like, our relationship. So, in the proposal, it was, like, I'd say something that related to an extremely memorable time I had with the person I asked. So, I'm pretty sure when they see that, it'll spark something in their mind. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, so just, you know, I'm big. Box is having such a good time, guys. He was like a little five-year-old. <laughs> he was like I was like a cheesy, kid in the candy like, store. With the arts and crafts. We had We're, the glue gun out and everything. We did. <laughs> we were both creatives, so 
we really, you know, try to like stretch our hand in that regard. So and we were just having a fun time in the craft store. Yeah. Telling each other like, oh, this would be so much fun. Like when we in the far, far future, when we have kids oh, and all yeah. that, like we'll take little trips <laughs> to the craft store, have them do little different projects. It was just a lot of fun yeah. to just, you know. Because we're both very craftsy and, like, like arts and crafts. Yeah, and then, like, we're also both busy, so we don't really have time to just do the things that we love or do things that yeah. are fun. Like, and it, when you actually get that time to sit down and just, you know, l- let your creativity blossom or flourish or what have you, like, it's just a, a really good time. Like, yeah. I, I almost lost the connection with how fun it was to do things that I want to do. Like, because yeah, I'm so, so busy. Fun. Yeah, like, busy doing things that, like, I have to do. I don't really take the time to do things I want to do as much. Once we're but, like an old married couple, we can like do scrapbooking. I mean, I'm going to just start knitting, <laughs> <laughs> making sweaters for my grandkids. Right? <laughs> but, um, but by the way, it's late. So another FYI, we're recording late again. It's three in the morning. <laughs> it's even later than so, the last time. So yeah. This will be I feel delivered like I in like sound, nine hours. Yeah, I feel like I sound a little like monotone and tired, but it's three. So... Yeah, bear with us. Any other updates? Still working on the website. Um, yeah. You can still check out the podcast on that. But, you know, we're just kind of getting the kinks yeah, out. Yeah, and you can continue to listen on iTunes. You can check us out on flypapermagazine.com. Um, also, check out, I'm going to call it our Big Brother podcast, To the Drummer's Beat, the official Flypaper podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to them over there. Make sure you listen to them and subscribe, comment, rate, and do the same for us. Subscribe, comment, rate, follow us on Twitter. Speaking of To The Drummer's Beat, we will be featured on the next episode of To The Drummer's Beat. So once you listen to this today, (laughs) not even tomorrow, (laughs) once you check this out today, you'll be able to check us out on Thursday as well. Um, We're not entirely sure what the subject matter (laughs) is Thursday. So we're just kind of, I mean, tomorrow, we record tomorrow, but we're just like, no, it's today. Yeah, today. We record today. (laughs) It's like that weird hour, those weird hours of the day where it's like, you can either say tomorrow or today Mm -hmm. and people know what you're talking about. So we'll be recording to the drummer's beat later on today. Make sure y'all tune into that. The episode will drop Thursday. So then you get a double dosage of Spock. Yeah, since you didn't get us last week. Yeah, so yeah, we're making up for it. We're making up um, for it. Um, I'm I I'm literally blanking. I would have to check our, my calendar. Like I don't, can't remember at all what we've been doing because everything just feels like a blur. Um, we had a a good Thanksgiving. We did not celebrate Thanksgiving together. Unfortunately. Box went to Houston, and I was um here with my family. Yeah, my older brother lives in Houston, so. We went shout out there out to, to spend you, time Bobby. with him. Yeah, big shout out to Bobby, OG Bobby Johnson. <laughs> we in a like he the job that he has is kind of difficult for him to take off work during holiday times because that's like the peak time that they're most busy essentially. So he asked us to come out there with him, and you know we had a really good time, man. Like I rode around Third Ward, saw Beyonce's old house, rode through South Park. Like it's a really so much character in that neighborhood. Went to a Rockets game. Like, we kicked it out there. You doing everything. Um, you ate at that um, vegetarian place. Oh, my God. Sunshine's Deli, man. Like, that is the best chicken burger I've ever had in my life. Like, it was made from soy. I don't usually... It was a chicken burger? It was a chicken burger. Like, a soy chicken burger. 
That's vegan? But it tastes just like chicken. Oh. It was made from soy, but it's like... Okay, yeah. I was about to say, you just ate chicken and you're just, like, just sitting here saying it? <laughs> no, no, no. It was... I mean, I usually don't do soy, but, you know, they're a black-owned business. They have, like, all type of natural products in there, so... Oh, shout-out to your friend um, with the ice cream. Oh, yeah. Shout-out to Rashad, man. Because we saw it today. Yeah, I did see the ice cream rollery we over on Broad around Street. getting our crafts. Hurry up and get that thing open, man. Like, we trying to get out yeah, there Yeah, hurry and get up and in. get that open because I've been wanting some, like, rolled ice cream. And Box is like, no, we have to wait for my friend to open his. So hurry because I really want some. Yeah, we will get, he'll get that going. Um, he should have a date by the end of the week. And then once that date is set, we will put that in a calendar to be there for the grand opening. And if oh, yeah. it doesn't happen, then I will take you to Simply Road. Like this, I'm saying this <laughs> on the podcast, too. Like She was a little upset at me that I was like, no, let's not go to Simply Road. Let's support my friend. And then my friend had like some construction issues with yeah. the building of his business. So Nish has been really patient. But I, yeah. if he doesn't follow through with this next date, we'll go to Simply Road and then check him out whenever he No, goes. I can wait because now I understand the importance of supporting your friend's businesses because there have been like some new things going on with me and uh, I got accepted into this business program that Woo-hoo. I like really wanted to I was like stressing that's what I was doing last week I was stressing about that business model that I had to make mm-hmm. so yeah I got accepted I turned it in Friday and I got accepted on was it Tuesday it was when you were gone so it was probably was Tuesday Damn. so yeah that's exciting you me, I mean you text me about it because I'm gonna open my own business guys yeah and this is Nish is making moves, I'm man. trying. Nish is really making moves. I've been moves. getting really good emails this week. So, so make sure y'all support my baby, man. Like, Thank in everything you. that she's doing. Like, she's really out here working hard for the community. Thank this you. business venture is going to be a great one. I'm not going to go into too much detail because you'll see it when it happens. Like, it's going to come to fruition. But make sure y'all support, man. Yes, please. I'm going to need everybody's support. But, so, yeah. You ready? You know, we, you know, just the last little check-in, like, we have been busy, but, yeah. like, on the plus side, with my PhD applications, the bulk of them are due December 1st. My birthday is December 2nd. <laughs> so, once I turn all that in... <laughs> that is so perfect. Yeah, like, literally the day after, like, the day they're due, we will go support the Orange Soda Party that DJ oh, yeah, Burn yeah, and, yeah. Ma- and Malcolm... To- Shout out to Malcolm. <laughs> Shout out to Malcolm again. <laughs> Literally every episode. They're gonna be like, does Malcolm like pay them to do this? Every episode. Yeah, he definitely pays us. We don't we don't <laughs> promo for free. <laughs> Shout out to Malcolm. Shout out to Burn. <laughs> but yeah, we'll go to that party. Oh. And then catch a flight at six o'clock. What's the details for that party? Uh go ahead and entertain. We're just um, Box is looking up these details for this party. Um, but I think that's so perfect that your birthday it's like the day after the applications are due. It is. Because it's just like, okay, you know what? I can go into 25 with like this new just burst of energy. I don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, like these applications. And let me tell you guys, these applications are no joke. Like, it's just so frustrating even like seeing him like working to put this stuff together. Like, it is a lot. So I will be so excited for him when it's over. Fox is pulling up the video right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> for the orange soda party come on burn man you gotta have a date some stuff on here hold on it's on friday there's yeah. an instagram page for it 
I know everybody's thinking like you should have had this up and ready to go. It'll be on. It's been a few. It's been a few weeks, guys, since we recorded. I got the details. Oh wait, it's a video. (laughs) Um, it's December first. The um, it's from nine to twelve. Uh, 1509 East Main Street, and it's Bring Your Own Bottle, No Cover. It's an all-2000s hip-hop and R&B party. So make sure y'all pull up. And it's free. For the free, man. So like for the, for the team, show up. For the culture, for the squad. Um, so, yeah, we will be there. And then, you know, turn up. Hopefully not get too turned. We can't get too turned. Because we got a flight the next day early like AF. six. On my birthday. <laughs> on like, his flying birthday. Flying out at 6 a.m. At 6. So we'll we, be kicking it on South Beach for those woo, of y'all that ain't woo, know. Woo. Shout out to Simone. She just came back from Miami. Yeah, she did. And that was not where we were originally going to go for his birthday. But, you know, now we're getting married and stuff. <laughs> so we had to, like, scale back a little. Yeah, let's start saving up some of this dough. But our honeymoon is going to be legit. For sure. So we, like, already had agreed on our honeymoon before we were even, like, engaged. <clears throat> like, we already knew. <laughs> well, speaking of my birthday... <laughs> Make sure y'all hashtag National Box Day when y'all tell me happy birthday. Like, Not to be confused with uh, Be Nice to Box Day. Yeah, Be Nice to Box Day, that's in June. <laughs> like, it's the complete opposite half of the year. Um, but yeah, make sure y'all shout out National Box Day. Yeah. Um, this is the last week. I'm a little sad that this is the last week that I can say <laughs> my girl is 26 and I'm 24. Like, I can't so, wait. So... <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to be 25. 25 coming up. I can't wait. Box Mm -hmm. loved that for like the three little weeks that he could use it. Well, four. Four little weeks. (laughs) Anyway, um, I think that was all for like our wedding updates though. Like we got a date. We got a venue working on proposals. I had a lot of fun with that. And then we're going to probably work on like some engagement photos and then... Start sending out save the dates. Mm-hmm. We ain't gonna spoil the date just on here. Yeah, on here. <laughs> when we put when I, when we push the save the dates out, we'll throw it on here. Yeah. But not yet. Really looking forward to it, man. It's a nice date too. Like it's visually appealing. I think so too. So that might give y'all a little idea <laughs> of. They're like, we have no idea, what this <laughs> is, but whatever. Um. But yeah, that's just really. This is going to be a short episode, too, like, because, A, we're tired. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, we're tired. And, B, we're just chilling, man. Yeah. Like, we just really wanted to check in with y'all, get something out there. Um, oh, watch Miss Universe today. First off, I am, like... I know Nish got something to say about that. <laughs> that is, like, goals AF, if you guys are listening to, like, I don't know. Like, it's just goals that... My fiance sat and watched Miss Universe with me. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I was, so part of me was conflicted. Are we going to get into talking about this? Yeah. Okay. So part of me was conflicted. Part of me was so excited. Um, I was so torn about Miss USA because of her comments about healthcare and at the Miss USA pageant. And when she talked about healthcare was a privilege and not a right, affordable health care. Mm-hmm. Goodness, affordable health care. Let's make that clear. Not just health care. Affordable health care was a privilege. And she said that. Disgusting. Um, yeah, I know. And then she said that she wouldn't consider herself a feminist. She consider her, considers herself an equalist. An equalist. Yeah. 
And she said, I don't look at myself as, oh, I hate men, blah, 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 which nobody said that's what a feminist is. That's actually a stereotype about what people think feminists are. So it was just disgusting that... Feminism is clearly just the advocacy of women's rights. Exactly. And And you can be a feminist. And and you can be an equalist too. Exactly. (laughs) At the same time, they're not like mutually exclusive. Um, So I was very torn... Because I, I did love that she competed with, like, her natural hair, and, like, she's a scientist, and that's, like, really great. She, like, promoted girls to do STEM, and I think that's cool. But um, it was just hard for me to support somebody who says that healthcare is a privilege. And then try to clean it up afterwards. And then clean it up afterwards, and was like, well, I'm speaking from my perspective, and, like, me having the job that I have, and, like... Um, Having health care is a privilege. It's a privilege that I have a job willing to provide health care. But it's you just could like, have said no, that in a because way. they asked about affordable health care. Yeah, not about, not about health care provided through yeah, your exactly. place of employment. And the first thing I instantly thought about is like, okay, well, what about veterans? What about people with disabilities who cannot work? Mm-hmm. Do they not deserve health care because yeah. they can't get a job? Yeah. So, yeah. So anyways, when we were watching the competition, I already was like, eh, because I don't really want to root for her. But that's why Karma got jiggy with her, though. Karma did get jiggy. She didn't even make it to the question portion, which was Did like, she make it to top five? Or top five is the question portion. Yeah, she didn't yeah. make it to top five. She was in top ten. Look at him over here knowing the categories <laughs> and stuff. But, um, um, but one thing I was very excited... I mean, I did eventually start kind of rooting for her, but um, it wasn't really genuine. So anyways... Um, I had to like... <laughs> We like, convince myself that her statements yeah, weren't that that's bad. That's what we were all doing. We're like, you know what? She didn't mean it like that. Well, maybe she did mean that it was a privilege for her job. It was like, and I know, understand. Like, wrong is it's wrong. probably so hard when you're up there in those moments, like being asked that question, and you just don't want to blank. So I, I kinda, millions of people are watching. I kind of try to like think about that, but I just really didn't like the answer. And then she gave another bad answer when, about the feminist thing. Yeah, and I'm just like, that's two bad answers. Like. I don't know. I mean, whatever. She's a beautiful girl. Smart, great role model. But um, I was really shocked with Jamaica and not only like making it to the top 16, making it to the top three. I just want to go on record and say before we continue with this, <laughs> this is the first time that I've ever sat and watched Miss Universe. And I guarantee it'll be the last. <laughs> because... This woman, Miss Jamaica, was so fire, bro. She was like so good. she came in there with a full-on Black Power sister, seventies Black Panther fro. She did. Was extremely eloquent in the way Boys. that she spoke. Poised. She, she was, was filled with style and grace. Like confidence. had the best outfits. She Whew. had the best cause. She oh my gosh she had the her organization for people who were deaf yeah like she had a beautiful platform she answered uh, all questions with so much just like, like she was articulate she yeah. was just great she spoke with such confidence that she made me like just like I just I want to support that <laughs> cause I'm like girl what is the name I, of it like, I, I put some money toward that foundation I felt today so like just like when she was talking I felt like wow like this is a powerful woman like a queen mm-hmm. she looked like a queen she too. did. So, she was definitely... And the, the crowd booed. Yeah, because she won second runner-up, so third place. Yeah. And the moment that they said, 
second runner up, Miss Jamaica. Like the crowd started going nuts. Like she should have won. And it was just crazy. But you could tell it was rigged for, I mean, not rigged, but they were rooting for South Africa. That's the, she was like highlighted through the whole pageant. Like that's who they wanted. And typically, even the hosts were saying, yeah. I mean, not Steve Harvey, but what? The, the, the like co hosts. Yeah, the co hosts. Yeah. They were like, you know, I think South Africa, like South Africa didn't do anything impressive. And that was unprofessional for them I to think say. That was extremely unprofessional. You're creating a bias essentially as a host yeah it's just like okay it's not up to you it's up to the judges like you know you can keep that to yourself as a host i would keep it to myself that's like steve harvey up there saying like oh well you know what i'm rooting for usa but good luck to the rest of you yeah but to me to me it's like are you choosing the best candidate or are you choosing like the person who fits into your 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 box and she didn't fit jamaica your standard but um i looked at deshauna barber's um, Instagram she was Miss USA last year and she was talking about like I can't believe there's an afro in the top three and she was just like she was crying she was so happy and she was just like things are changing she's like they're slowly changing but they're changing and like just think of all the girls out there who saw that like oh my god like what did was, you say they did what? <laughs> <laughs> oh I <laughs> Oh, I can't compete anymore. Yeah, I said that basically, like, they let her get there, and they were just like, all right, you know what, we're going to show all these looks, because we don't want you thinking you could just come to our pageant with a fro. So we're going to let you get there, get super close, and then just snatch it from you. So then You ain't coming out here. you ain't coming out here in a fro, winning in our pageant. Right. And I can say all that freely now, because I'm not competing again. I can't. So, um, Yeah. I think it sucked. She was robbed. She definitely deserved it. But um, a woman like that, like, the pageant's not going to stop her. Yeah, for sure. She was destined to do way greater. She was amazing. But it just kind of shows you, like, just how, like, outdated and how... Because even with some of the pageant rules, like, you can't... You can never have had a child. Mm -hmm. And some pageants, I think that includes abortion. You can never have been married, divorced. How would they know that, though? That's what I was wondering, too. But I don't know. You can never have been married or divorced, none of that. And it's just like, it's 2017. Why are we judging women by, like, their relationships and, like, if they have children or not? Like, why can't we just say, you know what? And then, like, a lot of them cut off at, like, age 24, age 27. It's just like, what are we saying about women who don't fit into that? Yeah. So, part of me is torn because I love pageants, but the other part of me, the feminist part of me, is just like, oh my gosh, like, how can you sit here and let these people tell you what beautiful is and, like, how, like, only these type of women can compete in these pageants? I don't know. They're they're really outdated. They really do need, like, to reform because I don't feel like people really are, I mean, ratings drop every year. People are not watching this except for, like, diehard pageant fans. Like you. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, and it's even wrong that I watch it, but I, like, I have to. But yeah, we have to like do something because it's not okay. And for us to be excited in 2017 that a woman with an afro was in the top three, I feel like that's like kind of alarming. It's sad. It is like, really it shouldn't sad. Like, be that much of a we, shocker. Like, why was she crying? Why was Deshaunna Barber crying? Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be like, we should be like, oh, yeah, one more to fro, whatever. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be like, oh, my gosh. The woman with a fro made it? Like, yeah, yes, I was that's like, really crazy. happy. I think that's one of the reasons why I liked Miss USA so much, even though I don't like her comments. I like her 
because a lot of women are starting to wear their hair natural. You saw Brazil. Brazil. A lot of women are starting to wear their hair natural in pageants. Yeah. And I think that it's going to become, like, I, I think pretty soon, like, like, froze and curls, like, all that stuff will be, like, just normal. Mm-hmm. Nobody will think, like, what? Like, she's wearing her natural hair? It's just sad that we are still surprised by that. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. What were your thoughts about Miss Universe? <laughs> yeah, I'm just not going to watch it again for all the very reasons that you said. Like, <laughs> like it's just extremely, you know, forgive my language, it's a whitewashed pageant. Like, it is. If you are a person of color, you have to fit a certain standard, like a certain mode in order you to do. be considered. And like you said, this is the first time in which a person with a fro or natural hair made it this far top three we're still shocked by that we're still alarmed and i'm just like we're not i mean the reason why i said i'm not going to watch it again is because i don't feel like they they're picking the best candidate she was the best candidate hands down like everyone booed because she was the best candidate like she had what it took to be miss universe but because who even won Miss Columbia? South Africa. Oh yeah, South Africa. We did it. Yeah, yeah, South Africa. South Africa. That was just like whatever. I whatever. I wasn't impressed by wasn't anything either. she did. I wasn't impressed by. I wasn't impressed by her answers. I wasn't impressed by her dress. I wasn't impressed by her walk. Her they were talking about looks. she was so amazing. Like where? Like, what do y'all see <laughs> what did that we I see? did? <laughs> I'm like maybe we watched the wrong thing. Miss Jamaica was confident. She was strong. She was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, just everything that you would want in a role model for for young girls, apparently. That's what this is for. Like, that's what you everything that you would want for a young girl to look up to. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, once if things start to change, I may tune back into it. But Maybe, like, I, in 10 years. That's so long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but girls are trying. Like, you have to, like, and of course, it's black women. Like, but they're out here trying, and they still compete in these pageants. And even though they know that they always favor, like, Spanish-speaking countries, they still compete, and they still, like, they're wearing their natural hair, and they're trying to, like, be those role models and those examples. So it's like, you got to give these women credit. We're supposed to be far more advanced, man. Like, we are. You look at all these old movies old movies from like the 80s and stuff like we're supposed to be way more advanced by now like even if you look at back to the future (laughs) marty mcfly had on nikes that (laughs) lit up he was on hoverboards and stuff in 2015 and it's 2017 and we're still we're shocked by afros yeah we're supposed to be way more advanced right now shout out to you miss jamaica yeah, you know, you're, you're my Miss Universe. <laughs> Why wow. we've been we've been such on the same wow. wavelength today. Well, yeah, she is my Miss Universe. I love her. You're my Miss Universe. Oh, thanks, Fox. I can be somebody since <laughs> I will never be Miss Universe. Um Alright. Oh, with all of the I don't want to say drama, but like with all of the things surrounding the sexual assault. Oh, because, yeah, that was, like, also part of South Africa's, like, platform, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, sexual assault and, like, violence against women. Which is something they talked about a lot during this pageant. Mm-hmm. It was, like, violence against women. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. In the workplace. And even Miss Jamaica's answer on that was brilliant. Women and men need to work together. Yeah. <laughs> you see something, say something, basically. Like, that's what she was saying. I, I like her. She's just about that action. I like her a lot. 
But like with all with all of the backlash surrounding the secu- sexual assault charges in Hollywood, like what's your take on it? Like do you um, do you feel like you know just it's, I mean I'm gonna just leave it broad like that. Like what's your take it's on it? It's kind of scary because <sighs> it's just like everybody, like it's coming out that everybody has done something and. Um, I guess you kind of know that Hollywood, there's all these deep, dark secrets, but when you don't know, it's just like, okay, it's easy to just like, whatever, nothing's going on because I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it, I don't know, it's sad. I can't imagine being in a situation. I've been very fortunate to not be a victim of like sexual assault or like domestic violence or anything like that so I don't know it's really hard for me to imagine I don't want to imagine I don't want to ever know what that's like um but we definitely I mean there's so much work that needs to be done but I think in these situations it's just really difficult because it's just like where do you start and like where besides like education and like I don't know, like, talking to, to guys about it, too, because I feel like a lot of times people talk to women about, like, well, how you can avoid it, but it's also, like, you need to talk to men about not doing it. Um, but then, even with today, like, when we heard about um, Naya Rivera got arrested mm-hmm. for beating her husband up, and, like, people were making jokes about it and stuff, and it's just, like, people, you don't take violence against men seriously, and I don't want to sound, like, pick me Twitter, mm-hmm. but it's the truth. Like, if we're going to take, like, women seriously then we need to open that end of conversation up to men because like it happens to men too and i remember on my twitter timeline one time i saw a guy tweeting about like him being assaulted and like people just brushing it off and like oh okay, that whatever like you should have liked it like just making like comments about like not taking it seriously dismissing him and i think that um it's not fair i think that you should take men seriously you should take men seriously um, I'm not sitting here saying every man has been assaulted and we need to, like, you know, I don't know. The only thing I think of when I say that is, like, pick me Twitter. Like, oh, well, I think, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I do think that it just needs to be an open conversation between everybody because everybody needs to respect everybody. Mm-hmm. We can't just tell men, like, okay, like, you need to respect women. Don't put your hands on women, blah, 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 because women do it, too. My parents always tell me, like, look, don't put your hands on anybody. Yeah. And don't hit a man just because you think he's not supposed to hit you back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't hit a man because you, think, because you think he's not supposed to hit you back. Because, you know, you put your hands on somebody, they hit you back. Like, I mean, it's, it's just what you said. Like, I don't... Excuse me. I don't think that it's fair because... In that same breath, like... Naya Rivera and her husband, like, people are making jokes about him, like, oh, he's weak, like, yeah. he got beat up by a girl, like, she, it was so bad, he had to record it, like, and tell the police, but I'm like, do you guys not see how bad that is, like, that he had to record it in order to have proof, like, he had to show visual proof to show, like, you know, yeah. like, this is actually happening to me, like, I'm being assaulted in my home, I don't feel safe, like, yeah. but if he would have wowed out and beat her up, like, Everybody would have turned up. Like, why would you put your hands yeah. on her? Like, I don't care how much she hits you. Like, you don't put your hands on a woman. That's not fair because you guys were like. It's like he couldn't win either way it go. Yeah. Because if if, if he would have fought lose. back, he would have 
caught hell. He would have been in jail, everything. But if he didn't fight back, he's a pansy or what have you. Yeah. Like, it's just a double like, standard. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, I, I'm, <laughs> How about you come I, tell me? I can't win for losing in these yeah, situations. Yeah, it's not cool. And, you know, the same thing for that sexual assault piece. Like, it's... In terms of men, like, I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, men aren't allowed to be sexually assaulted. Like, yeah. you liked it. If you got aroused, you liked it, blah, blah, blah. Like, just because somebody get aroused, like, that don't mean they can always control that. Yeah. That could be just a reaction. It doesn't necessarily mean, like, hey, I'm giving you permission to do blah, blah, blah. But to the original point, like, with the ones in sexual, not sexual, <laughs> the ones in Hollywood. Y'all can tell this late. <laughs> the one, <laughs> with what's going on in Hollywood. I, it makes me really, really happy. Like, not to sound weird, but I'm happy that it's coming to the light and people are starting mm-hmm. to take a stand against it. Like, even the Stranger Things star, his name's Mike on there. His name is, in real life, is like Finn Wolfhard or Finn Wolford, however you pronounce it. He heard that the uh, talent agency that he was working for has sexual allegations against children and he quit working there. Like, so people are taking a stand. Like this is the new age, the new generation, the new wave. People are speaking out against these issues and taking action. I'm Wonder glad- Woman did something like that too. The girl, um, Gal Gadot mm-hmm. who plays Wonder Woman. Somebody was affiliated with her movie who was like accused of doing something. She says she will not do another Wonder Woman if they're on the project. Yeah. So, like, people are starting to speak out. Like, they're starting to make the changes. And <clears throat> I'm glad that it is coming to the light. Because, you know, if you are if you are going to do something again... Like, if you're going to basically impose yourself on someone or this rape culture we're living in, making it seem like it's okay, I think that you should be punished for it. You and, gotta like, pay. Yeah. <laughs> in the wise words of Tupac, the nigga gotta pay. <laughs> But not to make jokes or like make no, light of I'm it. I'm sorry, it's not a joke. That was such an awkward time to say that. Sorry. <laughs> but they do gotta pay. But like, they do have to pay. Yeah, I really meant it. You seriously. hurt somebody, you should be hurt. Whether it's. Oh. What? Never mind. What? Nothing. I don't know if I was gonna agree with that 100%. I'm not saying hurt in like a physical sense, but if I'm going to force myself on someone, like I deserve to be. Punished? Punished for that. Like, whether it be jail, oh, whether it be your older brother yeah, or there we go. family, put your hands on me. Like, something got to happen. Like, you can't just go out here harming people and think it's okay. And and we got to blame people think it's okay. Yeah. And then going back to the whole sexual assault from women thing. Like, in a way, I've been sexually assaulted one time. And <laughs> it was my freshman year. I'm actually telling you this story. <laughs> <laughs> it was my freshman year of college. And I'm going to name drop my guys, too. So, I don't remember who all... Well, I remember I was with Teron Conley and I was with Cam. Shout out to them, too. And someone else. Um, But it was our freshman year and we was just at, like, some 18 and up party club, whatever, mansion or whatever was popping at the time. And we were leaving the party. And as the second we was walking out the club, this girl came up. And she was walking into the club as we were walking out. And we were, like, in a line... The four of us were, like, in a single file line, basically. And she walked past us and, like, grabbed each of our our mans, <laughs> like, on the way out. And, like, mm-hmm. we got outside. And then my dude, Teron, he's like, bro, did you see that girl, bro? She just grabbed my meat. And I'm like, yeah, bro, she grabbed mine, too. And we didn't know what to make of it. We was like, should we be salty? Like, is it something that we're supposed to like? But 
it was still against our will. Like, it wasn't nothing that we gave her permission to do. And, like, it felt kind of awkward because I'm like, yeah. I don't know this girl from a can of paint. And you yeah. just put your hands on me. I could have a girlfriend, anything. And like, I think it's sad that in that moment you didn't know how to react. Like, you're like, am I supposed to like this? Like, the fact that you had to ask yourself that, like, am I supposed to like this? Like, as a man. Yeah. Because if I don't like it, then, like, that will make me weird. Or people will say things about, you should like a girl doing that to you. And that's not cool. Like, guys should not be told that they can be touched by whoever, whenever, without their permission. And it's okay. Yeah. Like, she walked in. She, like, she just got to the club. And we were at the door, so, like, she didn't even step foot into the club, basically, and already was grabbing a handful of stuff. And that's not okay. And if you would have, like... And all of us. Like, she didn't just pick one. Like, she... Now, to say, if you, all of say us. if you were to report that, like, I feel like people would not take that seriously. Yeah. And that's sad. And I remember that happened to me one time at a party, too. Like, that wasn't the first time. When I was at OU one time, this girl came up to me and did that. And I did have a girlfriend at the time. And then Marquita was like, did she just put her hands on you? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. And, like, Marquita was really ready to go off about it. And I'm like, man, nah, it's cool. Like, don't even trip. But, like, even the fact that I wasn't up in arms about it, like, that says something about our society. Like, yeah. why is it okay for me to be assaulted, but it's not okay for... I mean, it's definitely not okay for a, a man to assault I mean, a woman, but it's not okay. I mean, why is it okay for you to be assaulted and you're expected to, like, like it? Yeah, like, I'm supposed and to be like, And it's not even oh. called assault. Yeah, it's just like... Like, it's probably like, oh, some girl just touched you. Yeah. Like... Like, they would try to belittle that. But nah, bro, I got sexually assaulted. Like, I yeah. want I want justice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Marquita was gonna get it for you. She you was. Because it, it ain't have to be all that. Yeah. Shout out to my best friend, Marquita. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um... I don't know. I think it's just like something you need to talk to everybody. It's a conversation for everybody. We don't need to just talk to girls about it we don't need to just talk to boys we need to talk to everybody have open dialogue because nobody needs to be assaulting anybody yeah and yes men can be assaulted so i don't want to see that on my timeline anymore that really disturbed me that this person was opening up and literally he seemed upset yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah he seemed upset he didn't seem like he liked it at all and it's like people are just dismissing it, and it's just like it's like could be like a cry for help. If there was a woman on t- Twitter tweeting like this stuff, like people would be outraged yeah. in arms about it. And yeah, I'm not, not saying cool. like we shouldn't be about women, because I'm a hundred percent a feminist. But it's like I mean, me too. But at, at the same time, like a line has got to be drawn yeah. somewhere, and it comes down to everyone. Like you got to start checking yes, your friends too. Everyone. I know my guys, like, if any of us ever made any woman feel uncomfortable or, like, anybody uncomfortable, we would check each other. Like, bro, that's not cool. Exactly. And if you see your friend doing something out of the ordinary, pull up on him, man. Like, don't just be letting him out here having free reign, yeah. making people uncomfortable. Like, if you see him being pressed, like, pressing a girl too hard or, like, like, making her uncomfortable, let him know. The same with a girl. You see her pressing a guy or pressing a girl. I mean, it's so much... Yeah, so it's so many ways that yeah, you go. You see a, pressing a transgender individual. Yeah, somebody <laughs> pressing some. somebody that, that don't want to be that pressed. Don't want it. You gotta just tell your friend, like, like hey, bro, chill out. It's not cool. Yeah, start checking your friends, man. Don't be scared to say something. Yeah, because it's not cool. All right. On to some <laughs> that thing. Just, that just got so. It did get a little deep real quick. <laughs> On to something a little more lighthearted and fun. Okay. Um, 
two of my childhood heroes got into it. Oh, <laughs> I was like, where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> two of my childhood heroes got into it, man. Cameron and Mace. For those of you that don't know, I'm a huge Murder Mace fan. Like, Mace, I grew up on Mace. Like, my mom used to have all his albums. Like, I would be six How years. How many albums does Mace have? <laughs> he has three. Three okay. official. He's got Harlem World, Double Up, and Welcome Back. Welcome Back, no one really cares. I remember Welcome Back. Yeah, because that brief <laughs> stretch shake. Back. Yeah, Welcome that song back. was good. But yeah, he, he left the game when he was hot in 9, 7, 9, 8, whenever that was. 9, no, it was 9, 9. He left the game when he was hot in like 9, 9. So, you know, he kind of disappeared for some time. And people started respecting him. Like, you know, why would you leave the game when you were on top of it pretty much? But he had his reasons, and, you know, I can't knock him for that. Um, but, you know, he just recently got tired of Cameron clapping back at him. Like, Cameron was saying so much stuff about him for the past 20 years, like sending little jabs, sending subtle disses, and then on his final, the album that he just released, he said some things about Mace in the intro, and Mace was like, all right, man, like, enough is enough. Like, this can't keep going on. Like, I got kids, man, listening to this. Like, our daddy got to do something about this. Like, y'all go home with your mom real quick. I'm going to take care of this. On Thanksgiving, like, he left the Macy's Day Parade to go get at Cameron. And he murdered Cameron, like, was, you know, letting out some really... I thought his bars was real nice. Cameron came back. Like, Cameron had a couple of nice bars, but people didn't... It wasn't yeah, was received say, as well. Yeah, I not feeling him at all. Yeah, it wasn't received that well. I thought Cameron did okay. But, you know, Mace, of course, won round one. But I just want to, you know... I don't want to talk too much about that because we're not a music podcast. Like, although we do engage in some music yeah. topics here and there, I'm more so thinking about the fact that these guys grew up together. Like, they've known each other for years. That. Yeah, there's, if you look on YouTube, there's, um, like, footage of them being on the same basketball, high school basketball team. And, like, they played in, like, some really... Wait, wait, wait. Cameron's from Ohio, right? No, he's from, he's from Harlem. But he used to get busy in Ohio. Oh, okay. He, he, I was he, like, he's some way in some way affiliated. Okay. Yeah, he, he had a song called I Used to Get It in Ohio. Like he Oh, oh no, I can say it. He um on his intro not his intro, one of his songs on that album he was like Yeah, the statute of limitation is up on them on them drug deals, so I can talk about whatever I want now. Like <laughs> on them drug charges. On them drug charges the statute of limitation is up. So he, you know, used to move a little work in in Ohio um had songs i used to get it in ohio like he just say columbus is like his second home and all that Aww. like he really showed love for columbus although he canceled his last three shows here but that's neither here nor there but you know he really showed love to columbus um you what was i saying you're about to get into like the like outlier of the topic oh yeah so like not to get into them two going back and forth although it is a good beef i think it is good for hip-hop shout out for those two but They've been good friends for a really long time. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, they, there's footage of them playing basketball together on YouTube, like, on the same uh, high school basketball team, um, which I would advise y'all to watch that <laughs> if y'all haven't. Like, it's really funny. It got to the point to where, like, Mace was wide open for the game-winning shot, and Cameron took it over, like, two people and just smoked their chances of winning that game. And Mace was hurt like he was. That's annoying. <laughs> Ever since I watched Paid in Full, I, that just seems like something he would. He can do. ball though. Like Cameron got it. 
But anyway, like, you know, they were really good friends from, from childhood. So, which means you grow up with somebody, you know a lot about them. Mm-hmm. Like, they tell you some very in-depth secrets. Like, you see things that they do that you wouldn't, that no one else would see. Like, you just know them in a different light than what anyone else would or what the public would. So, like, my question to you is, like, what's your take on people who are really good friends, they have a fallout, they have a breakup, and then they start airing out each other's dirty laundry? Um, well, one, to comment about the Cameron and Mace thing, it made me feel like it was, like, 2000. Mm-hmm. Like, with them, like, I didn't have even listened to it, but when Box was talking, he said, yeah, I gotta listen to this new Mace, uh, or, did you say Cameron? You might have said Cameron. It was Cameron at the time, Okay, yeah. I gotta listen to this Cameron song. I was like, what? Like, I was just, like, so confused. She's like, yeah, I just Mace. I was like, Mace? <laughs> like, Mace Mace? Like, welcome back, Mace? So, like, <laughs> yeah. I think it, that felt like it was, like, year 2000. But, um, as far as, like, friends and, like, airing stuff out, no it's i think it's phony like i've had i've had a lot of fallouts but um i usually keep my friends business to myself you know because at that time in our life that you shared that with me we were close even though we're not close anymore i still have that love for you um so i usually keep people's business to myself now if you want to go start airing out my business and trying to like then I can't say that Joe Seeker is gonna be safe. Yeah, that's just the truth. But for me, I like to just—I usually like to just be like, all right, whatever. We're not friends. You trusted me with this, so what? It's no point in me going around spreading it. Cause usually when I fall out with somebody, I still love them. Yeah. Like it's no like, oh, I hate you. I'm gonna make your life miserable. It's like I still love you. It's just we outgrew each other, or the relationship we didn't last, and that's cool. Um. But to me, when people do that, it's a lot of, like, anger and, like, bitterness there. Or, like, jealousy. Like, when you feel like you need to, like, air out people's secrets and... I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of like those people who... I don't know why I didn't think of this as a topic. Never mind, sorry. Thinking out loud. Um, It's kind of like those people who want to set the agenda of, like, what everybody thinks. Like, something happens between them and another person... And then they're like, okay, well, I want everybody to think it went down this way. So I'm going to talk to everybody and give them my side of the story first. Because people always think if they're the loudest and the first one to get to somebody, then that's just what it is. That reminds me of something I posted about before we went on our rants that day. Like, when a toxic person can't control you Mm. anymore, they try to control how people view you. And that is so true. Through. And that just lets you know that, you know, they weren't down for you, for you from the jump. Like, if they're that malicious to where they want to, you know, air out your secrets or, you know, paint you in a negative paint way you, to yeah, other people. Yeah, paint you in a negative way. It's just like... I don't know. I'm the same way, man. Like, if we were ever cool, like, ever close, and you confided in me with something, like, your secret's safe with me. Like, I just... Because that's just malicious. Like, I don't... It is. I'm not going to try to paint nobody a bad way. I don't spend time talking down on people. Like, yeah. I just... I've never been that type of person. Like, I never dirty Mac, never blocked on anybody. Like, never... I don't... I just don't do it because, like, what does it do for me? Yeah. Besides make me look worse. And it makes the person who's sitting there entertaining look worse. It just keeps me connected worse. to you. Yeah. Like, I'm giving you free promo, pretty much. It's just like, all right, whatever. But... I don't know, a lot of times people just... But, I mean, somebody do that to me, though. Like, like, all right. I'm going to try, like, 
I mean, I've even had situations like that. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but, like, I've had people speak bad on my name, and I'm like, you know what, like, whatever. And then you hear some more, and it's like, and you know what, like, whatever, man, I'm not tripping. And you hear, like, two more times, like, bro, like, okay, like, now something's got to be done, because this yes. is a factor. And then, and then, then like, when I finally snap not out... Know? what i could say yeah. and then when i finally <laughs> do let them have it then it's like oh now you don't have anything right. to say again it's like oh box is the bad guy yeah yeah because it's just like when i come for you i'm going to come for you like it's not gonna be this little petty back and forth like because i i'm everybody sees the nice side of me and there's a side that's not nice and the wise words of cameron in this past beef I only go for the throat. I'm a chimney. I want the smoke. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I want all that. <laughs> I don't want no smoke. <laughs> but, I mean, look, I'm definitely, if we're going to go toe-to-toe, I'm going to bring what I have. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, oh, let me just, like, play around with you because I'm not playing. Like, I don't like to do the back and forth. I really never, I hate well, I guess Box is gonna laugh at this. <laughs> I hate arguing. <laughs> um, I just <laughs> you, sound like, you sound like Mario. Um, but I don't do it. Like except for with Box. Like, like we don't argue. But I'm talking about just as much as like we have like our little tiffs. Yeah. I'm saying I don't do that with just regular people. Mm-hmm. Like my sisters and Box is about the only argument you're gonna get out of me i just don't argue because most times whatever we're talking about is not an argument um is a discussion or it's me telling you something and if i'm telling you something it is what it is yeah so there's no reason to argue so i try not to argue too much with people and but if you get me to that point then don't turn me into big bass finisher and then get mad when that's what you get yeah so Oh, sorry. Um, one last thing before we start to close out. I did not want to do a 45 segment. Ah! <laughs> I promised Finisher we wouldn't do a 45 segment, but it just hit me just You know what? Now. The past two times it's been you. It has been me. <laughs> so y'all can blame me for this. But he's a bum and he's disrespectful because he's lying, talking about he got these young men out of jail and he's oh, going yeah. at LeVar Ball's neck for no reason. Like... You are the president of the United States. Why are you worried you about... so many bigger problems. Why are you worried about whether LeVar Ball says thank you or not? For something you didn't, you didn't do. didn't do, yeah. And, you know, the truth is starting to come out that... Um, LeVar Ball actually did have people on the ground getting his son together. Like, they weren't in jail. They were at a four-star hotel, five-star hotel, whatever. <laughs> they weren't in jail. LeVar Ball, you know, pulled some strings to get him out. Um... At the worst that was going to happen, from what I read, they would have gotten. For those of you who don't know, there was three students from UC, uh, three players from the UCLA basketball team that stole some designer shades from the Louis Vuitton store and a couple other stores, and they were being held until they got tried at um, tried in court or whatever. Come to find out, the worst that could have happened to them was that they would be deported. That's what they wanted. Exactly. You wouldn't go home anyway. So he didn't do anything. He didn't save them. But, you know, he was going back and forth with Ball. We're not going back and forth. He was going back and forth with himself himself. about Ball on Twitter. And Ball wasn't having it, man. He's like, man, I'm not about to thank this man for something he didn't do. And you're the president. Yeah. And if you help somebody, like, like, he had a good point. Like, I'm not about to go around like, oh, you know I helped you now. Like, come on. Like. Why hold that over somebody's head? And what is the thank you going to do? Yeah. Like, 
all right, you did it. Don't do it then if you feel like you got to have a thank you. And yeah. then when he was talking about, um, there was something else that he did recently that frustrated me. Oh, the Time Magazine thing where they do the person of the year. And he was like, yeah, Time Magazine called me, but we couldn't schedule the photo shoot. So they, because they were going to, he allegedly make him person of the year. And he couldn't reschedule the photo shoot. And then Time Magazine said, like, no, like, this isn't true. Like, he's just a liar. Yeah, he He's sucks. so full of himself. He is just the same person he was, like, when we talked about him last time. <laughs> or whenever the last time I really did. Ooh, sorry. 45. No, cool. so, 45. So, yeah, not quite five minutes. For those of y'all who like to hear five about forty, you know what? <laughs> who likes to hear it? Let me know. Tweet me because yeah. I want to know because I like to talk about it. I like to get into my politics hey, along with my. Pop you culture. see how she just blamed it on me, then turned right around and said, <laughs> "I like to talk." Because about you it. brought no, I like to talk about my politics and like my like stuff that's going on in the world. That's interesting to me. That's Noche, guys. If you hear that, yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out to Kristen and Noche, but yeah. Tweet me if you like to hear about my five minutes with 45 because Simone and Malcolm have been very vocal about not liking <laughs> about it. not liking it. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to episode seven. Um, I know we said it would be short. It is shorter than our usual yeah, episode. Yeah, it is shorter. So we didn't lie. <laughs> um, but it's getting late, man. It's, it's 3.56. Yeah, going on four o'clock. <laughs> I got to be up for work in like two and a half hours. So. I'm waiting on some news for... Um, Something that I interviewed for. So. Yeah. So continue to tweet us. Continue to call, uh, talk to us. Continue to like, comment, subscribe. Rate us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Check out the website. Let us know what suggestions you guys have for topics, for mm-hmm. for website suggestions. Let us know. Oh, send us music. Yes. Yeah. You can send that to caserotation at gmail.com. Submit that music. Um, our website is Fox Forever. Dot com and you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Case Rotation. You can follow me on Twitter at Spinzo. That's S P I N Z Z Z O. And at Box Jetson B O X X J E T S O N. Make sure you tell Box Happy Birthday. Yeah, Hashtag. We've been on the same Box wavelength Day. this whole episode. We really have. Um, and National make sure you Box check Day. Us- Wish me luck on this application process. Yes, and make sure you check us out on To The Drummer's Beat. On Thursday. Um, Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. Catch y'all next week. Oh, wait. No, we won't catch y'all next week because we'll be in Miami. So be expecting another break from Case. Unless we record it like Friday. Let's record when we get back. Or maybe we can record Friday. We'll record. Hold us us accountable. (laughs) We'll try to record it Friday after Neo Stalgia. The orange soda party. Oh man, we gotta be packed then. I guess I have to be yeah, packed. Yeah, you. I'll pack tomorrow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, we'll catch y'all. Bye.